Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're getting you ready for Pro Football's ultimate matchup. Give us a taste. Matt has a noodle on. Woo, buddy. This is a super weak edition of Danny and Dusty. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. I got hit in the head with the tortilla. Yikes! The fan. Boy, when that plays, I got hit in the head with the tortilla. That is going to be one that I'll never forget. Is going down to Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock's a great place, man. And the way they frame it is like, hey, they got the tortilla tradition. It's like, oh, cool. They're like on the first kickoff for Texas Tech of every game, the students throw a tortilla out there. And I was like, oh, cool. No, they, they don't. Have they you, throw them continuously for three and a half hours, and then they get drunk and bored and start dipping them in water, wadding them up, and just hucking them at the visitor sideline and bench. Oh my god, it was nuts! That play, Texas Tech fans are absolute lunatics. Unhinged. Where their student section is, yeah. I should say, no, and it's can, on the visitor no, side, fans. and it is right on the field. Like it is a tight sideline too. Did you ask the equipment manager if they had an extra helmet for you? <laughs> no, I should have though. Or some guacamole. <laughs> Would have been nice. Right? Would have been nice. Um have, have you seen the tortilla slap thing? <laughs> the what, trend, the, the trend, TikTok yeah. trend, yeah. So there's one that takes it a step further that is maybe one of my favorite TikToks out there. There are these masks that have like little horns built into them and you have to be quiet. While somebody like is blindfolded, like kind of chases you around the room, and if they find you and they touch you, that's like you're out kind of a deal. It's kind of like a tag situation, but you have a rubber band on that the person then gets to pull, like it's on your chest. It stretch it all the way out and snap it into your chest. Where's the ball gag at in all of this? Like this sounds very eyes wide shut. But here's the thing: like when, when the rubber band hits, you have to stay quiet because if you don't, you end up making this. Like wheezing, like bark sound through the noisemaker, and they get to do it again. And it is my, it is oh, one of my, my God. In the next break, I will show you a video of this. It is the dumbest, most dudes doing dudes thing ever. Yeah. But it it's like taking the tortilla challenge up to like the umpteenth level, and I every time I come across one of them, I have to watch it, and I laugh like I'm five years old. <laughs> It's, it just I has, don't blame you. It has to happen. That every, sounds hilarious. Every single time. All right. Every time. Uh, to to put a bow on that last conversation we had, I do believe it is DK Metcalf that is the 
that is the the, the genesis the, of this. The great yes, I went and I looked up DK's targets this year. There were only two games all season long where he had more than ten targets. He had 112 on the season. That's six and a half a game. That's yeah. That's criminal. Like I, I, I get it. West Coast offense, run the ball, blah 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 blah. Who can guard DK Metcalf? God. That's about it. I don't care how bad his route running in is, or if he has a drop every now and then. He is six foot five, two hundred thirty pounds with a forty plus inch vertical. Throw him the damn ball. Yeah. Throw him All the right. damn ball. Oh, okay, I will. <laughs> I'll do it. I, that like that's such a crim, that's such a criminally like, targets wise. Jefferson's like got what a third more, maybe maybe more than that. Justin Jefferson per game, yeah. I would say he's probably about that. Four more per game? Yeah. There was only one other game, one one more game where DK had double-digit uh, targets than Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, that's All insane. All season. That's insane. He had one where he had 11. DK had 11 in one and 14 in another. You need to feed him the ball. Diva status granted right there. All right, uh, Super Bowl 58 coming up. Sunday. We're just a few sleeps away. That gets me excited. Also gets me sad. Also gets me sad. It means it's over. It means it's over. It's over. And we all remember that Super Bowl 1995, the San Francisco 49ers absolutely wallop the Chargers in the Super Bowl. What was that? What was the score of that game? 51 to... Or was that... 10? 51-10, wasn't it? Was it? Was that what it was? Good Lord. It was, it was absolute schlacking. Um... Or was that? Am I thinking fifty-one was? I know that the uh, what? What's her butts? Cowboys scored fifty-one against the Bills, but I don't remember. Forty-nine twenty-six. Forty-nine. Yeah, forty-nine twenty-six. A game that was not very close, and we all remember Steve Young saying, "Finally got the monkey off my back." Could we see Kyle Shanahan get the monkey off his back this this weekend? A forty-niners win. A guy who has accounted for two of the six. Largest Super Bowl comebacks ever, including use on staff for one of them. Even though he was not the head coach, that goes to Dan Quinn, Commander's new head coach. Shout out! <laughs> Turns but, out that that black mark isn't really affecting anybody from getting a job. And then we saw ten point fourth quarter lead in in the the rematch of this Super Bowl against Kansas City Chiefs, where uh, that lead evaporated relatively quickly. You don't see a lot of big leads disappear in Super Bowls like this, but. Kyle Shanahan has been on the bad side of two of them. A lot. Could we see the com- the narrative completely change a- around Kyle Shanahan similarly to Andy Reid? Remember, a- this was Andy Reid's whole thing, right? How many timeouts is Andy Reid going to end the season with this time? Andy Reid not able to get over the hump. Well, turns out your quarterback's healthy. You are in a Super Bowl and you get over the hump, Patrick Mahomes has changed the narrative around Andy Reid's career. It took him, what, 15 years? Yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a redemption arc. I mean, if you're old enough to remember the the Donovan McNabb, Terrell Owens, Terrell Owens playing with a broken leg. I, all, it was all Andy Reid's fault. All Andy Reid's fault. Andy Reid can't do it. Can't win. And you get that with Kyle Shanahan because what do we say about Brock Purdy? <laughs> Brock Purdy's got all those weapons. Brock Purdy's got Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. as his coach. Kyle Shanahan. But it couldn't be. Now it's, hey, move the goalposts over. Kyle Shanahan cannot manage a game late. Which one is yeah. it? 
Well, it's, it's, it's whatever f- comfortably fits your narrative, and, whatever you want it to be. You know what it w- it could be if it goes sideways for the 49ers? George Kittle did not was um, did not practice last week in mm-hmm. in the off week. Was limited in practice yesterday with that toe injury, and also you got Debo Samuel's shoulder injury. It it could come back down to injuries because we always want to find whatever it is that they can't get over the hump. But if Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers get a lead on the Kansas City Chiefs and they win the Super Bowl, that could be the big narrative that we put to bed in this game. Is Kyle Shanahan? in his inability to manage late in games with a lead. I think the interesting thing will be is, is regardless of the outcome in a win, I should say, whether it's a runaway, whether it's close, come from behind, whatever it is, If I think if you win in your Shanahan, you kind of get to tell the story. You know, that's 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 kind of how history works is the victors get to tell the history of it all. And I think that that will be a big part of this is if he's able to win, regardless of the style, it'll just be that monkey is off his back no matter what. Because once you win that Super Bowl, and especially if you do it against this Chiefs team, I think that adds the extra stamp to it. It won't be, yeah, well, you you beat a, a broken X team that just happened to get hot at the right time. But we isn't it funny, though, that largely the Andy Reid questions have disappeared? And we don't talk about them anymore. Oh, they're Did, entirely gone. 13 seconds for Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> right? <laughs> At the end of a game, it's like, maybe could have had a little extra time. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the time management is a thing where it it's two parts. One, Patrick Mahomes, that offense, they're winning in these tight games. And it is not just your coach. But the other part is, we don't give coaches the grace to mature and grow because they're the head coach. They're supposed to be the guy that's in in that control. Mm-hmm. We've seen that with Andy Reid, though. We've seen that with other coaches who you stub your toe. It's not if you make the mistake. It's if you continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. And that was and that was the knock on Andy Reid. And now we're like, oh, no, Andy Reid's fine. It can't be Andy Reid's fault anymore because he got over that hump. Because he's gotten over it a, a few times. Yeah, you do sudden, it more than it once, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. And now, I think the evolution of Kyle Shanahan as a coach, I think that may be the next step that we see. And he could get that monkey off his back, a la Steve Young, with a win on Sunday. Yeah, and the other part of this, obviously, is that this is the first time you know they haven't had something stupid happen to them. Whether it's being on their fourth quarterback or having injuries pile up or having Shanahan completely scrapping his his entire offense uh, in, in the second half of a game. There's just always been something you just kind of like, whether it's something they can control or not, you're scratching your head going, what the hell? Well, in like there's players make the plays. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the important thing. Like the, the knock with, well, Tom Brady went to 10 Super Bowls. He only won six of them. He's lost four. How dare he? He won... He had game. He took the lead in, I think, three of those four Super Bowls mm-hmm. that he lost. And There's another side the, of the ball. Guess what happened? Bill Belichick, who we don't criticize for game management mm-hmm. or those late games, they gave up the the drives. Right, Malcolm Butler. It took Malcolm Butler picking the ball off on the goal line Ooh. to seal one of those Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. But we saw two drives against the New York Giants. I mean, it, this is what it, it's amazing how. We we glom on to some things, and then we just ignore the others for some of no, these coaches we, we because you have to you have yeah. to win the champ you have yeah. to win the big you have to win the big game have to win the big one.
the big one. Uh, it'll it, it'll look really bad if they blow a lead look, in this it, one, though. The, the closer I get to this, the more I'm becoming. The Niners have to win this. It is so much more important for San Francisco than it she is. She loses, like, yeah, well, you know. It is but way more. Niners lose. It's all of a sudden like you're. I don't. You don't fire Shanahan, but you no. you go. What else can we give him? Yeah, like what do like what else can you do here? <laughs> you know, I just I, I right thinking about it, I, I kind of squint and go ah. Hasn't John Lynch know. done an amazing job with that roster? I mean, for them to be where they are after the Trey Lance deal is, it doesn't make sense. The math isn't mathing. But they that should have crippled them at every turn. They that go and they find a way them. to pay all their guys, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to pay the piper eventually. And, and they've rinsed through it three different years. And you go and you that's get... the insane thing. Three straight <laughs> NFC title yeah. games. Like your roster is getting picked over. The guys that you're trading for at the deadline are getting moved on, or you've got to make choices. I mean, they lost guys on their defensive front. Like it's just. They continue, but to you just... find Chase Young. You go and you get Chase Young this year. It's like, what? how? Many or you more? go and find a guy like Hafunga in the first place. Like, and they've made tough choices on guys like DeForest Buckner. Yeah, who is a dude. Amazing. So yeah, it's yeah. The more and more I get through this, the more I, when we get to our picks, I think I know which way I'm going. Okay. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's go back to the NBA trade deadline really quick because Damian Lillard's going to have to make nice, and he's going to have to do it in short order. Next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. One of the trades in the NBA that caught everybody's eye, especially locally here, the Milwaukee Bucks trading for Pat Bev. They send uh, Cam Payne, Cameron Payne, and who else? Uh, what else do they send? I believe it was a second-round pick Second-round pick for Patrick Beverly. Milwaukee gets a 
backup guard who's okay playing that role, defensive-minded floor general that you can put on the floor. And I thought you made a, a great point with the Beasley with with Beasley being promised a, a starting role in Milwaukee. This is something that you, you look at and you go, you have to have a defensive-minded guard somewhere on the floor. Somewhere out there. And he's going to be coming well, in off the bench. And it's got to be a vet because Doc Rivers is not going to play the kids. And they, we know they, it's they not. They've got Marjan, Marjan Bojamp and uh, Andre Jackson Jr. on the bench. Uh, I don't believe they've played a second since Doc has taken over. Um, Doc does not believe in kids. Never has, never will. That's not going to change. So, you know, Horst goes out, the general manager for the Bucks goes out and gets them a guy that, you know, for all of his warts, is is a good defender. Um, Pat Bev does trick y'all, though. Well, Pat Bev and Damian Lillard, they've got quite the history together. Lots of it. And this is, I mean, we go back, this goes before this, but I think where everybody kind of, the big memory with Patrick Beverly, the bubble, where he wasn't even playing. Laughing at Damian Lillard missing a free throw. Dame misses a free throw. He does the Cancun on three. Uh, in response to Dame, and it kind of always escalated from there. Dame subtweets him and and says, you know, he's fooling y'all. He's uh, a flip above the rim, you know. Flip, no, flip from above flip, the rim. Flip from above the rim. Yep. He said, I'll whoop that ass at mm-hmm. the free throw line when Pat Bev was a, a Laker. Mm-hmm. You have them just kind of going Pat back Bev and doing forth the, on doing Twitter. Doing the fake Dame time, the, the watch not being broken. Every single time that they play each mm-hmm. other. Uh, it is. There's bad blood there. Oh yeah, and it's. It was real bad blood. Look, I, I know for a fact Dame had no love loss for Pat Bev, but for a title, they're willing to put it all aside. They, they know. <laughs> well, they got to make know. nice with each other. Yeah, they do. They 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 have got to make nice with each other, and I think that that is something that. I don't think Dame will have a problem with it. And here's the thing about Patrick Beverly, and this is why I've always said about Patrick Beverly. You hate him from afar, mm-hmm. but when he is on your team, you all of a sudden start to love him because he kind of gets along with everybody and all that stuff he tries to flush and push aside as hard as he may and as hard as it may be for others to do. He kind of does it. To an extent. Uh, you know, he was traded uh, today and then he goes off and hops on his own podcast live minutes after being traded and uh, addresses, you know, how things are shaping up with Dame. No, I got to get my relationship right with Dame. <laughs> yeah, I get my relationship right with Dame. That's how I win a championship, man. I got to get my relationship. How does that happen when you call him a con man? The Dame called him a con man. <laughs> Pat Bev, it li- like, Look, mocked him at every they, turn. Dame is a professional, and even if he doesn't like Pat Bev, I know one thing that Dame loves is he loves a competitor. And I think that will be the the way that they can cross this bridge. This is what Dame said to Chris Haynes. First, I want to say I'm sad to see campaign go. We develop a friendship that I cherish. As for Pat, he brings an edge and a defensive tenacity on the perimeter <laughs> that we need. <laughs> there are not a lot there are not many players who bring it on a nightly like him. I look forward to working together. Our past personal issues don't trump an opportunity to win a championship. And I believe that whole whole cloth. <laughs> I believe that entirely whole cloth. Now he's going F it, let's ride, huh? I that's what Dame's always been. Yeah. 
like there there are guys in the league that I know that I've talked to him about over the years about who he thinks is underrated, who he thinks is overrated, guys who he wants to play with, guys who he didn't want to play with, but he said all that stuff goes out the window if I have a chance to win a title. What if they become what if they become friends? They become like a <laughs> this is a full like stepbrother situation. Yeah. He, okay. Pat Bev is all rubbing right. rubbing well, his on the on the drum set. Now we we heard this of when Dame in his return to Portland of like the the family is still here. Mm-hmm. The family is still here in Portland. <laughs> They're like we become roommates. I mean, yep. Pat does need a place to stay, and Dame does have a very big house right now in Milwaukee <laughs> that I could, mm. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm gonna have, I might have to do a really bad Photoshop and put Dame and, and Pat Bev's face on a Step Brothers video cover. <laughs> might might have to do that. Are they gonna get together the Catalina wine mixer? Uh, it's the Catalina wine mixer. The effing Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> All right. The only guy they need is, is Firkin to be on their team yeah. too. Turkish delight, baby. <laughs> the Firkin Catalina wine mixer. Firky. All right, coming up next, it is our worst day on the web. And uh, look, not all things that happen in Vegas stay in Vegas. And sometimes, well, a lot of times, they aren't true. But first, here's a big Kahuna Sports Center update. I hear they got some tasty burgers. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at warrenallen.com. On 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Well, here's a fun little fact for you. It doesn't entirely relate to this, but it kind of sets the table. Did you know that Las Vegas is the leading co- uh, uh, or the leader in police extraditions in the world? No, not in the no. country, in the world. In the world? If you break a law and you go out on bail and you need to make an appearance or you uh, have a warrant out for your arrest, Las Vegas wants to bring you home because they want to charge you and they want to take your money and whatever else they have from you. Is this like from experience or? No. Okay. Is, uh, just, you know, just the I fact you came across. It's the fact I came across my wife, again, a, a woman uh, in this country, so, so therefore she is legally obligated to watch every single crime show in existence. Actually, yeah, it makes sense. Right? The, yep. The information is tracking. So I was walking out of the room and they were talking about some cold case that somebody got pulled over for in another country and got brought back to the U.S. And then Las Vegas was like, hey, the warrant's out for us. We want him here. Um, So (laughs) there you go. But I say all of this to say that the police in Las Vegas are now uh, fighting back against something that didn't happen in Vegas. In which there is a uh, wait. This goes against what you just said. Goes against the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, no, it does stay in Vegas. It just brings your ass back there. Yeah, exactly. You know, it stays in Vegas. <laughs> you do it here, and you get caught. You're going to come back here. I don't care. That's you don't great. just get to leave. Uh, but there was a report on Twitter that a unknown uh, NFL player was attacked by a coyote. It was propagated by an account uh, that gained so much traction that the police in Las Vegas had to come out and issue an actual statement saying, no, this didn't happen. Coyote attacks are up. 
they're getting closer I, and I closer, say, and they are they're getting more also, and more feisty. They're, they're around here. Uh, I know, in, yeah. In, particularly on the hills here in Beerton. My, my in-laws live just over the hill here, and we went over there a couple weeks ago, and I was like, that's a big dog. Oh, it's a coyote. It was very strange to see a coyote crossing shoals. Yeah, they're they're like in, a lot in of the middle of the city. I live in the Rock Creek area. And, and they come down from the hills they, out there. They come out, well, oh. yeah, I don't have to go too far. <laughs> they come out of everywhere. And you'll see them, like, if you're out early in the morning, grayish, you'll see, like, grayish a... Grayish red-looking dog. Yeah, and they'll just be going down the street, and you're like, you know, uh-oh, that's not good. That's not good. Super normal to see in the desert, in Las Vegas, in Arizona, particularly. Um, but coyotes run. They don't attack. They don't, particularly, they don't attack people. No, no, they don't. They don't. They usually aren't aggressive unless they're hungry. And even then, they they kind of they sit on the outside hoping to surprise you, not like run at you, gnashing like a wolf. So here's what happened. It, there was a report on Twitter, as you said, that at Lake Las Vegas, which is technically in the Henderson, Nevada, yes. twenty minutes um, away. Yeah, they're in the Henderson, Nevada jurisdiction. There was a report that an NFL player had been attacked by a coyote. In it spread like wildfire because this was on Sunday night. Apparently, this happened, and it was like, well, guess who got in on Sunday night? The Chiefs and the Niners. What if it was one of the people in the Super Bowl? It was to the point where on opening night, the Chiefs' official Twitter account they sent Joshua Williams, one of their defensive backs, out at opening night to try to get to the bottom of it and interviewing players. Were you the one bitten by the coyote? Mm-hmm. Like it was, it, it became like this story within the Super Bowl. I feel like it has to turn into a, how many coyotes can you take on? But no, this is where I was. This is where I was thinking because it was like an NFL player. I feel like an NFL player could take out a coyote. I feel like any of us could take out a coyote. I feel like I I could probably coyotes are small. Two or three coyotes. Look, They're not big dogs. No. They do bite. Yeah, but but not, if I'm fighting, I'm fighting off a coyote. Like if we're talking life or death, I'm taking. A, I'm fighting a coyote. The Henderson police said they received no calls yeah. or no reports on any of the emergency lines mm-hmm. regarding a coyote. It's just a voicemail attack. on the, the non. Emergency line. Yeah. Help! I'm being attacked by a coyote! I feel like if you, though, get bit by a coyote, you're probably going to go to a hospital a hospital to, like, get check, it cleaned check, out check at the, the very rabies. least. Yeah. yeah you don't want sure. You don't want to ruin your Vegas trip by foaming at the mouth no. and, and well, I mean, having rabies. See, the second part. Foaming at the mouth? Totally okay. Having the rabies? Not okay. I feel like if you're foaming at the mouth, you're probably ODing on some drugs in Vegas. You're saying that? Like it's I've a bad seen thing. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. That was in L.A. And they brought you back to life. <laughs> you, all you have to do is go to the drug dealer's house, and they got the uh, the pen there. The big needle that goes into your heart. Yeah, that was a that was a hell that of was, a... That was a, that was a lot, especially when that movie came out. But NFL player, I'm saying no. Th- yeah. This is false report. Look, I think an NFL player could feasibly take out... Four or five coyotes? Five. I'm saying uh, yeah. five to seven. Yeah. Five to seven so, seems a like solid a... solid little pack. A now, solid feisty if pack. If we're talking wolves, no. The the number is zero. Zero. Well, one, one, one wolf takes out human. Wolves are huge. They're huge. They have huge teeth. They are mean. They are nasty. I, every time I hear like somebody say, like, oh, it's a cute little wolf, and I'm like, it's not. there's nothing little about a wolf. Your husky that you think is big is a, is a chihuahua size compared to a wolf. I find it very interesting that there is like this push of like 
you know, reintroducing wolves into like the rural parts of of our state, like in in Eastern Oregon, mm-hmm. even. But across the country, they're like, yeah, no, we need the wolf population back up. Ranchers, cattle farmers, they don't like it. They absolutely yeah. despise wolves. Oh, they see, they see a wolf, they, do. they kill it immediately. All no they, questions asked. They just pick off their herds yes. left and Endlessly. right because, because it's easy pickings. Yes, and they are violent predators. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the whole the whole idea of like, again, it's like Will Darkin saying he could fight a hippo. Yeah. You're not fighting a hippo. You're not fighting a wolf. See, look at this. Man, Sook's work- going to come in here. We're going to get to a break when he comes in here in about 25, 30 minutes. I could take on a wolf. No, I don't think. I, I think he's. You think he backs he, down? I think he. I don't think he could take out a wolf. Okay. I don't think he could take out a wolf. I, I think he ha- he knows he can't take out a wolf. Wolves are dangerous. They are. And they're huge. Yeah. I don't. I'm nothing with the wolf. I think I could take out a couple coyotes, though. Okay. And I think, like, even like like an NFL kicker, they, they could just kick that. They could punt that coyote, oh, and that coyote's God. gone. Right? Mac- they're they're McAfee that. getting a hold of one of them things. No, they're kicking that yeah. thing. And I don't think <clears throat> I don't think we have this issue here. Yeah, no. But now we have we have the coyote people. Uh, they're they're chiming in. Uh, we got somebody that works over by Moda. I see a coyote in our parking lot at least two to three times a month, mostly searching our local bunny rabbit infestation. Yeah, no, there is a crap ton of rabbits over by Moda. Yeah, it, rabbits and rats. It's like it's almost like the coast. I mean, what, the like, rats, I get it. But. Yeah, no, but like it's almost like the coast now, where like there's these pockets of just like forty bunnies. Somebody like released their rabbit well, into like the little. I mean, there is like humping like rabbits. Yes. Cannon Beach. Cannon Beach has got a lot of rabbits. They're everywhere because some. Yeah, if you go sit at the uh, window front like at Moe's, you'll see them right yes. there outside the window. And it's because somebody just went and let a freaking rabbit out, or a couple rabbits out, you know, that were, um, what do you call it when you when they're civilized? Um, they're not wild. What's the word for it? Um. Uh, it'll come. Not housebroken. Anyways, you know what I mean. But yeah, they let them go into the wild. That's what happens. It's like domesticated. With, domesticated. Thank you for love of God. Domesticated. Gotcha. <sighs> All right. You know, well, we got. Oh, hey, we have another rock creaker here. Uh, I had a coyote follow me on a walk through the neighborhood around the golf course for like half a mile. See, that's not. I they, Look, like the, they're stalking you. No, they're just stalking. They're just watching. They're just hanging out. Uh, seeing if you'll drop anything. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking for a little treat. That's all. Not turn around and say get. Go on get now. on out of here. Go on now, get. You know, I wanted to talk about something else, but you brought up something before we came in this break about a golfer shooting a 57. I, I kind of want to talk about it just because of wh- just how much research we just put into it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's yeah, it's like, crazy what has happened, and the the numbers behind it are wild that this is about, even like, happening. Like, if you were going to shoot a, a, a world record type score, this is the place to do it. We'll talk about that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, Tenny the Fan. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Stuff comes and goes across our our, our our computers here during the show. that We'll talk about during breaks. They don't make the show. Every now and then it'll come into the show, and this is one of those opportunities where Dusty goes, guy shot 57, and my eyes went, wait, what? And then he said, in Bogota, Colombia. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, right now you've got in Bogota the Astra Golf Championships um, is going on, and it is it's a corn fairy tour event, 
And Cristobal de, de Soler, he shot a 57, 13 under. So it's a par 70 course. So it's it's playing at 6,200 yards right now. And apparently, the people forget, Bogota, really high up. 8,600 feet is the elevation. 8,600 feet. I cannot feet. begin to explain to people how high up that actually is. That's 30 what 3400 feet higher than Denver yeah when i was in afghanistan this is kind of the altitude that i was hanging out at was anywhere between 7500 and 8500 feet it is a <sighs> type situation for Breathing two hard. weeks yeah until you finally start to get a hold of your air which will definitely help your golf game if you're used to breathing at that altitude because the air resistance is drastically different. It sure is different up there. And, and to put that in perspective, like, for it, with your driver off the tee, they say that, like, it's from sea level to Denver, you'll get, like, 15 extra yards. Mm -hmm. So you go up a little bit further. You're, you're saying we're probably in the... 20 to 25 yard range further off the tee. That's a significant difference. But also what it does to your uh, ball spin rotation, uh, you know, uh, what the, what's the trajectories? Well, yeah, your spin rate. Yes. Your spin rate on the ball is way different um, when you get up to that elevation. So your rollout is going to be even further. Mm -hmm. And what this dude did on this course First of all, you have guys that if you're driving 300 yards, you're talking about getting an extra 20 to 25 yards carry. off the tee on the carry and then your spin out. These guys are, to put it into perspective, on the first hole, it's a par four, 383-yard hole. He was 20 yards from the pin off the off the tee. <laughs> so he, he drove the ball 363 yards off the tee. Imagine what Rory's doing down there. <laughs> <laughs> And these guys are these are the corn fairy guys. They're really good, yeah, but this good. is not. This is, this is the top of the PGA. There was this isn't the shambo off the tees. On his scorecard, when you look at his scorecard, he the incredible part is that there were six, seven holes where he parred them. He parred seven holes on this thing. It's still fifty-seven. He <laughs> he had two eagles. The rest were all birdies. In his his scorecard, like on the on a 516 yard par 5 he went driver 9 iron and then he ended up two putting on that hole for a birdie Good god <laughs> like it you should not with modern technology you should not be on a 550 yard hole he went driver 6 iron hit it within 15 feet and eagled the hole he, there were several par 4s where he was either on the green or he was on the fringe in chipping on here on on two yeah where in most you know longer holes in the PGA you're getting driver hybrid uh four <laughs> under in the opening round in this event is tied for 38th place <laughs> the scoring it is a real and for those wondering about the weather in Bogota Colombia not only is it uh, quite nice uh it's 70 degrees it's 70 degrees at 8,000 feet, which means down below, it's probably about 90, because it's the Southern Hemisphere, and it's the summer. If you if you are one over in this tournament, you are sitting at 126th after round one. What, I wonder what the payout is for this kind of tournament. What are we looking at? Do we have a prize pool uh, winnings here? Mm. What are we thinking? 50,000 of the winner? 
the we, purse is the purse is a million bucks. So that's so winner's that's probably one hundred and fifty. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, probably even hundred lower than that. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna say I it's bet, usually around ten percent. You, you of might the total. You're, you're probably at about a hundred. Yeah. yeah, you're probably at a hundred thousand dollars. But a fifty-seven is that's an incredible golf. Regardless score, of where regardless. it's at, man, like fifty-seven is insane. But if you in his whole thing is like he was on eighteen and he asked his caddy, he goes, "Where are we at?" I think we might be close to 60. He's like, I don't know. Look at the damn scorecard, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what, am I supposed to keep track of this for you? He parred his last three holes and shot a 57. I'm, oh, God. These guys are nuts, man. You, so if you're looking for a third in your in the uh, looking for inaugural a- winter golf classic <laughs> at for X-Golf, a stick? Go ahead and call Cristobal de Soler, who's absolutely hammering the ball yes. in Bogota. Well, we're playing Pebble Beach, so <laughs> we're not, we don't, I don't know if the uh, course in Bogota is on the system. I'll have to, I'll have to ask, ask the ex-golf guys about that, see if we can get that one put on there. Man. Yeah, that'd be great if they were able to, if they were able to like adjust for elevation as, as mean, you're playing. You could. Yeah. It's just simple. It's just simple programming. It's not simple for me, but I would assume that somebody who knows yeah. what they're doing would probably be pretty simple to increase the spin rate and yeah. increase your Just your add up add a percentage to it. Dang man, I I thought that was crazy though. If you go and that would be, I bet you that when we go to the break, I'm 100 percent pulling up that course. I bet you that course is on like alongside mountains. Yeah, well. At eighty six hundred feet, yeah. I would assume it's near a top of one. Well, no, not there, man. You're, 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 you got the Andes Mountains, man. That's, he's it's wild through there. He's used to it, though. He's from Chile, and then he went to Florida State. I wonder how long it took him to adjust to being at sea level, to being at Florida State, where yeah, you're having like, having oxygen just smashed into your lungs at sea like, level. Yeah, what is this? Like, I don't have to fight to breathe. His coaches were like, "Man, you used to drive the hell out of the ball now." Yeah, look at what, what happened to you. I saw you hitting 350. Why are you hitting 285 you now? Bum. You bum. All right, coming up next, with hour number three, it is Thursday. We are making our last picks of the season. So we will make our Super Bowl picks, and then in, later in the hour, we will make our Propapalooza picks across all of the prop markets. Five of our favorites coming up next year on Danny and Dusty today, the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.